0: Hi guys! On this segment, I am joined by Trisha Chin, author of Tabanka and Other Stories. So let's give it up for Trisha. So guys, let me tell you a bit, a very short summary about Tabanka and Other Stories. So firstly, to begin with, Tabanka is actually a local term to a local Trinidadian term in reference to what people call as heartbreak, local Trinidadians. And secondly, um, since this collection is based on supernatural stories, it fo- um, features um, local Trinidadian folklore characters, which is like Papa Boa and the Sicunya. and basically This book is described to be when you're reading it, you would get you would get some laughter, some tragedy, some cruelty and some mercy. But overall, you would probably go through a whole whirlpool of emotions just reading this collection. A good type of emotion. Yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself to the audience before we begin?
1: Hi, Amina. My name is Trisha Chen. I am an attorney at law by profession and I recently wrote a book called Tabanka and Other Stories.
0: Okay, awesome. Um, so is it your day de-
1: Um, I had before it was on public procurement mm-hmm. but it was only published because at the time there wasn't a lot of information available
0: mm-hmm.
1: publicly mm-hmm. On procurement mm-hmm. so now that there is a lot more information I decided to unpublish it this year mm-hmm. because I had published it in draft on Kindle I had put that home I was it was subject to the OM. Um, to the passage of regulations. So now that there's a lot more public information available, mm-hmm. I can. i decided to unpublish my book mm-hmm. and wait for the regulations. Mm-hmm. So I suppose, in a sense, it is my debut book in that it is the first time I've written anything that is mm-hmm. fiction.
0: Yeah. And um, oh, what made you inspired to write this book and put it together? And how long has it been in the works for?
1: Um, well, I was at home for COVID-19 like everybody else last year and um, normally I'm a little bit active. I mm-hmm. I would go on some hikes or something, you know, every Saturday I would try and do something. Mm-hmm. But with with the lockdown from last year, mm-hmm. you didn't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. And I was probably looking a little bit depressed and my brother, um, he mentioned that maybe I should start writing just to take my mind off of things mm-hmm. so I started writing he told me i should write about um a pilgrimage i had done across the north of spain called the camino de santiago so i i started with the intention of writing about the camino de santiago and i ended up with my first story which is Tabanka. Mm-hmm. so these stories i posted I would post little bits on Instagram and on WhatsApp and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I realized this year around May mm-hmm. that when um, I was coming up to my one year anniversary mm-hmm. because I first posted June 30th of last year. So I said, mm-hmm. okay, maybe let me um let me try to get these things these stories published mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. So it's about a year now. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: that's good because
0: for me, I have been writing, I collabed for like, almost 3 years now and I mean you know, I mean yes, life circumstances and stuff like that and I'm writing some other stuff but I think for me, I realized that um, I've been spending majority of my time writing poetry and I didn't put enough time in um, writing stories because recently I'm trying to write those, uh, and I'm like, this story is missing something. Like the structure of it is missing something. But um before compiling all these stories and stuff, did you have like a background in writing in terms of writing stories previously and um collecting them into like a book or something?
1: Uh, I can't say that I had a that I have any sort of background in fact. Fe- Fiction, whatsoever. Um, no, I mean my my last experience with fiction, which is literature, to me, would have been in secondary school up till form five because after that I did things that um things that are more fact based like history, economics, geography, and then I did more after. So, um. I'm not really familiar.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Other than reading it for myself, for my personal use, I'm not someone who has really sat down and studied the art of um, of crafting Mm -hmm. stories.
0: Well, you self-published your
1: book, right?
0: Yes. Uh, How did you decide that you wanted to self-publish from traditional publishing? your book, your,
1: work off, uh, while your body of work. Well, when I started doing these stories last year, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So I would have seen some persons put up their, their publications last mm-hmm. year. So there is one book on the millennial mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes, he has um. He, so he put up his self-publishing story. He went to a certain publisher in Trinidad and he recommended them. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, yeah, I saved this the,
0: the publishing um company.
1: Um, yeah, Printree. It's Printree. Um, Maybe tree, T-R-E? yeah, okay. T-R-E, yeah, like tree Yeah, P R E. Yeah, like tree. So yeah, so I I just said okay, you know, if I ever if I ever get there. Mm-hmm. At least I know this is an option. Mm-hmm. So, when I I got to the point of wanting to publish this year, mm-hmm. I, I got a little quotation from Printree. I also checked two other places. And, um, yeah, I, I made my decision ultimately to go with a particular publisher. Okay, mm-hmm. Printree, I went Printree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And um, that is how I had some... Insight into whether I should go self publishing route or not and how. But, um, while that is just the selection of the publisher, of course, mm-hmm. before you even get the publishing, um, you should really invest in an editor, mm-hmm. you know, someone who can look through. Yeah, and ideally get an editor who is, um, so my my book, Tabanka and Other Stories, is local. So I someone connected me to a Trinidadian person who does editing. So that was very good. But, you know, if you're doing something like science fiction or something, you know, something that's not really set here, maybe, something that's more international or paranormal or something, then you should probably look for an editor that is more familiar with that genre yeah Yeah, and also um of course after you edit i learned just because i'm learning these things along the way after you edit you should do some proofreading because the editor is more stylistic so she will pick up like maybe this doesn't flow maybe this compilation that you have here isn't the best something but um, proofreader is someone who will pick up all the um, all the things that are missing, all the grammatical things that maybe mm-hmm. it's not the editor's job to pick up. So that is before you get to the point of publishing, of course. Yeah. And of course, well, you have to think about your cover art. Mm-hmm. You have to think about the blurb in the back. Mm-hmm. You have to think about whether you want a picture. I didn't put up a picture because um a picture requires for sort a of, feel a picture requires that you do some hair and makeup or something mm-hmm. right and this was during COVID so this was during the last lockdown sorry mm-hmm. and nothing was open nothing is still open now actually so I just went without a picture so there are a lot of things that you have to settle before you actually get to the part where you have something in front and yeah You know it's just things but those are the fun things i think they are a little bit frustrating Mm -hmm. you know to get what you want exactly Mm -hmm. but um by this point you've already finished you've done most of the hard work so you can just relax and enjoy that part when you get saved
0: before i get into the cover aspect of it um what i want to say is that I didn't realize you fully self published it in, uh, in the Because when I uh, went on Amazon, usually that's what people self published their work. But I realized uh, it is on Kindle. I don't think it has, a yes. physical, it has a physical copy of it over there on Amazon.
1: No, there's no physical copy available on Amazon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But because, um, I have to get the cover art to a particular size.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, you had to reduce it to a certain size. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, and then I'm not sure how it will work. Yeah. So I would like to um, Mm -hmm. I would like to do a test run for myself Mm -hmm. before I put it out for other
0: people.
1: Yeah. I have some figuring out to do.
0: Yeah, you have Still to, uh, with the, um, the graphic topic. designer, like, I think they would know about the, um, the book sizing and stuff, on the, um, template that they work with, because I remember I did a chapbook, a free chapbook, and I wanted to put it on Amazon, but yeah. I couldn't do that because they were asking for certain, um, things on it, but, um, yeah. I had the, I was going through it, going through the... Aspects, the different aspects of it for the platform stuff. And I think where um, normally when you see the books that they have, you see the front and back. Like the, like it's like a square. Yeah. But um you don't have to upload the, the size and everything. And then well there you have it. Yeah, because they have the, uh, the different sizes and stuff, and you have to apply it to your product using that kind of template. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Um. Well, I just have to, you know, it's just getting to the point mm-hmm. of doing it. I mean, it, I really, yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't to got to that point. So I will get to that point soon.
0: Don't worry. Uh, I still have a loop from those different things even though i literally like it's always good to like hear when authors to- author well, who self-publish and they talk about their different experiences everyone has a different experience in things like self-publishing on amazon uh, but yeah i want to ask you know, the book cover is marvelous and uh, she did it for you
1: uh huh. This is a good question. Um, I had originally mm-hmm. I had my own cover, right? But it was the same idea. It was a red cover with a black tree mm-hmm. and white white font.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it was very very simple
0: oh. because I
1: had asked one of my friends to do it for me, but he um he was too busy and important, so he told me just do it on Canva. Oh, yeah So yeah. I did. I did it on Canva, right? But then um my brother
0: mm-hmm.
1: well my brother seems to know all these know everybody, right? He um he asked around some of his friends and one of them took what I had mm-hmm. and he made it into exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So that was a thing because like mm-hmm. I I tried to explain that I wanted a tree to be most of the um cover and that I want a girl under the tree but so people were like okay you want a girl reading a book and I was like no I don't want a girl reading a book you want a girl with a hat no I don't but he didn't have these questions like you know he just um he was like okay it's not a girl with a hat or anything it's just a girl under a tree Mm -hmm. and um, he did I actually really appreciated the font that he put to bank and other stories in because yeah. I don't know where he got that font from but um I really like it. So um I myself I did not find the cover artist and while I have um paid for the cover artist I still don't know who he is. So <laughs> So, I, if you do need a recommendation I, w- I will find out and I will send it to you but I can't say for sure I'm not certain myself. Yeah, because
0: when I was looking at it, I was like, okay, the, um, the lettering, it really gives off the, the title name of the book, like it embodies that book, you know? Because it has yeah. like, a way of looking creepy and you know, when people talk about book, they say it's creepy. You know, yeah. And then, while yeah. you have the girl under the tree, while well, the girl under the tree could represent you, you know?
1: Uh, well, no, she's definitely not me, no.
0: But it doesn't have any, like, significance in regards to the book.
1: Actually, it does. Mm-hmm. It has lots of significance. The girl under the tree has a lot of significance to the book mm-hmm. because she is the fourth story in the book. hmm. So, the girl under the tree, hmm, I don't really know if this is saying too much and giving away, but um, the girl under the tree is more say than... <laughs> uh?
0: I say you could just say Tabanka.
1: <laughs> nah, she's not Tabanka. Tabanka is the first story. Yeah. No, she is, um, she is a female Sukunya. So, yeah, so she's a Sukunya and she's under the tree. Mm-hmm. So that's who she is. So yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, how has the response been for you in terms of um, hearing feedback of what people think about these stories and stuff like that?
1: Well, well like I say, it is self-published. Well, like we both, do. it is. Mm-hmm. That's a that's not something we can escape from. Yeah. So of course you wonder, you know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who is going to like this, right? Yeah. But before I self-published, um, I did put up um I put up some pieces, some parts, mm-hmm. excerpts on um WhatsApp, Instagram, and sometimes I would put little comments mm-hmm. on stories and stuff. Okay. If you want to read the story, just send me a message and I would send them the um PDF so they could read.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And okay. generally everybody was, you know, they were they were very kind about my stories. And of course, I was like, are these people just being nice because they're my family and friends? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> but so far, I mean, of course, my family and friends have purchased mm-hmm. my book. But also, other people who have only met on Instagram and some of them I meet often when read my book. Mm-hmm. They seem to enjoy it. So that is something that I do I didn't really anticipate, mm-hmm. because of course you're never sure,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, I mean you can't be sure whether you're self-published or not self-published, yeah. you can't be yeah, sure. reaction. Yeah. Time, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I'm, so I'm, yeah. I'm surprised and pleased by the reaction and I'm glad that people enjoy it. I'm really glad.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, because I think I... Of I don't know if you know about Ambika. Um Ambi Yes, of yeah, course yes. Yeah. Um also do you know about the Caribbean tag? Yes. Yeah, you could use that term. You could use that those tags because it is always asked people on that tag to
1: always look for books um for reading. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I I'm kind of late to this bookstagram life. No, like girl. I don't
0: know. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, it has space for you, room for you.
1: Okay, well that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so I'll jump on the tags.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you. Yeah, I mean, like, because I remember when I was telling you that you have to, like, be um, good reads to make use of the good reads so that people can take your book on want to read so that it can come up as a recommendation for other people. And yeah. I think a lot of people who do self publishing know that hand well. So sometimes I just tell people that because I think, um I don't know how I, how I came across but I think someone told me that. Oh, I read it somewhere, but I had actually seen the
1: recommendations actually show up. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. I um I do check Goodreads because you do see the um reviews and stuff. So yeah,
0: and then like you know they have like um I think with Rebel Woman Lit, they started to have like um. Like they I think it's last year I was really good cool about her when they really started to build up and stuff and they like do like little Caribbean stuff for the writers and um uh-huh. stuff because normally you don't care about those things but it's a nice thing to see
1: Hmm. Okay, well I will I will check into it. Mm-hmm. That's the next thing. Like it's so many things to check into her
0: Yeah. And the the thing about it is too that you should make use for um more than one platform.
1: Oh, you mean like um, like, like different I
0: like like, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I know some people are start YouTube, but some people do have time. But I have TikTok, like TikTok, so I have both TikTok, T, and TikTok. I'm ready for
1: TikTok, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't need to show your face or anything. You can just show it the book, like make it kind of artsy and stuff. You know? but, I will, I will check it. but you could do it in a way. What platform
1: you want to um work on? Mm-hmm. I do have Twitter, but I'm not so um, yeah. I'm not so so Something. much into the Twitter. But I'll yeah. I'll get, will mm-hmm. get some more.
0: Because yeah, recently no, I started to use um
1: Pinterest. Pinterest. Yeah. I put just for like um and stuff like that. No, I have it have
0: a, a variety of different things like recipes, exercises, books. Yeah. I started to make her, a poetry, a Caribbean poetry, thing, and I wanna make a, um a Caribbean story stuff, so uh, compiling books from Caribbean authors, and I think um I did a, a try recently with songs and Caribbean writers, I think no, with yeah. letters, that I've probably seen a letter with, with songs and a novel from a Caribbean writer. What?
1: This sounds very exciting. Oh, that was on Twitter. Wait, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh on Twitter. Oh my gosh, will I have to try? I did a, um,
0: yeah. I did a, previously I did a, what, a recommendation for Caribbean and books the same thing like that, but I mix it up with different, um, different artists, cause that one I did on Twitter was a Pacific artist, but I did, I haven't, I didn't do, much, um, a lot of that, but that
1: was in a podcast, a previous one. Hmm, I will check it out. Yeah, because, you know, it because- is. Really it is really good to see all these um all these different types of things that you can read. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like, you know, not just the books and the short stories and stuff like that, it's the poems and Mm -hmm. there are some people I follow and I don't think they're even published as yet or they're not. That room says A lot of them have don't a lot know. of
0: freebie stuff as well. Yeah. And some of them like the publishing too. We don't really have like a, a publishing house here, you know? Um, you yeah, something can encourage you, you,
1: I think. Here?
0: Yeah, It is hard to get published within the Caribbean itself. Because when this video probably gets published by 1%, it's like if you have a really big account, and these people decide to uh, invest in you because they see you as profit. Um, Well, yeah. Yeah,
1: because they have to give you a book deal, and then, uh, you know, Mm. they have to spend like marketing on you for Mm. years. Because it's not just one or two, three
0: ends.
1: You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a lot. It is a lot, but you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is—it is, it is a, a body of work. Mm-hmm. So it deserves to be to be treated mm-hmm. like the that it is, You know, I mean, I'm not talking about my book. I'm talking about anyone's. Yeah. When you are published by a publishing house or self-published you know it is something that should be taken very seriously because I mean okay not all of us of course love you obviously, obviously but Miguel Street like one of my favourite characters was Hat and sometimes like I can just hear Hat um you know how he had a very um abrupt way of speaking very short Granted, I feel like um, Naipaul kinda let the man down, how he made him turn into some kind of wife-peter in the end. I don't know how that happened, because that didn't seem in mm-hmm. tune with the rest of his character, but, um, but that is a snapshot. So that is an example. Yes, Naipaul is a snapshot for us, mm-hmm. for what it was like in the 40s, and mm-hmm. A Brighter Sun is also a snapshot for us. I think Brightest, A Brighter son was also in the 40s or the 50s. You I know, so been you been don't know, You don't know who might be doing your work, so mm-hmm. 30 years down the line, you may be representing a particular time in history for mm-hmm. our well, country, true. Yeah, you know, I
0: know when I feel win the Nobel Prize or something, but, but um, the well, thing about it too is that. You have to- like you have to keep on being consistent by doing these ways you know and i think even for like writers obviously you want people to see your work and stuff like that and when people tell you oh yeah that they like it it makes you feel nice because i mean i'm sure that they don't really have I don't really have people that are invested like it's half an half people like art and then it's the only other people who just don't care about the art and how the people who were obviously encouraging about the art that you wanna do, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess it's like anywhere else, sir. Yeah. You know, and it's only when like when I've started looking, like, okay, there's this older author, a Trinidadian author called Gerard Bessel. He um he writes folklore. Mm-hmm. And he's probably in his 70s now. He is the owner of Paria Publisher. I heard about uh, him. Yeah, an Instagram friend from this year put me onto him because I previously didn't really know, sad so to say. Met,
0: but i but I couldn't get onto them. I tried to call them. Nothing. I, it wasn't. The phone wasn't ringing. Really
1: oh, Paria!
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I guess you could send them a, a message on the Instagram. Yeah, but like um, he wrote his first book, mm-hmm. Tales, Tales of the Paria Main Road, which was folklore. Mm-hmm. He wrote it in the forties, and he self-published in the forties. Oh, wow! So that that is to tell you, you know, like, and now if any of us want, we could probably buy that Tales of the Paria Main Road and read it. Yeah. And also, I think Leroy Clark, yeah. he recently did. It. Yeah. But he, he's a self-taught artist, you know. So it is something. It is something. What's in you? If you feel the need to create, mm-hmm. then you should take your your steps and your opportunities where you mm-hmm. can. I think.
0: And don't rush it.
1: No, don't rush it. I mean, you will get there eventually. Mm-hmm.
0: Because for the longest while, I think I need my Instagram account. <laughs> Actually started publishing my stuff on Wattpad originally, I think in Thinking too. I didn't wow, that so Yeah, I didn't that much have like um stuff that I compiled, finished with mostly. I didn't have any finished work. on worked with um, people, or on or oh, online.
1: You know, one yeah. poetry seems more fluid, yeah. and stories are very structured. So it's, you know, it's I guess it's hard to switch between the two.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't like the concept of um, poetry. Yes, yes. Sure. She, she was herself published.
1: Oh, I didn't even know that part. Yeah. I just know she cut her stuff on Instagram and uh-huh. her stuff got so popular. So, yeah. so. Popular. She was self published. But it is, you know, um, it is, like you say, it is modern. Her stuff would be more modern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a cleaner and simpler. Yeah. Poetry, but also, it speaks to woman. Mm-hmm. Her stuff speaks very deeply to women, mm-hmm. so, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it's not speaking to the people right next mm-hmm. to you, but it may speak to someone else,
0: yeah. you know. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like a lot of us,
1: yeah.
0: and then it happens. people yeah. who might just click with your words. Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never know. What is it? This is the nectar of pain and then she has a next one. Um
0: Yeah, I think I'm not sure if it's volume one and two she has. I know she has a good quite a bit of um um books. I, I'm not sure I think
1: it's true or false. I feel like yeah, it's a good few. Yeah. But you know, my favorite line from her and I think is every woman's favorite line and so many women have tattoos of it. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Something with a phoenix? Well, okay, not a phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Not a phoenix. Yeah. It's this one, some These mountains, these mountains you are carrying, you were only meant to climb. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, it is something so simple. Mm-hmm. It's literally very simple if you think about it, right? Yeah. But. It says
0: so much. Yeah, a lot of people they in in terms of like that aspect of poetry, they don't like one-liners. Like they, it's very contradictory to talk about in that world for a reader, or you know. Yeah. 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 But, I mean. Well, yeah. There's the part where you want to save paper, then ne- then there's the next part where it doesn't. Um, it's not poetic, enough. Uh, well, know. Like, I mean, yeah.
1: and then I've not can't. read
0: okay, her yeah, okay.
1: book. I just read the excerpts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But, um, I suppose, yeah, maybe you have to read her book to see. We have to read the book to see what's really going on.
0: Yeah, but actually, I think if you were to scroll down on any person's, like, page, page and see if they have, like, any one-liners, have some of them. Some of those people telling me they might write mean comments.
1: Oh my god!
0: this one person. I was like, um, I put on my stories. I was like, well, I don't know if, um, uh, if you are like this or something. I'm like that. Um, he was like, don't write. Oh
1: my god! like
0: this person used to come back to my profile and write kind of things and they would be liking my poems as well, but I end
1: up blocking them because I don't need that kind of energy. No, you don't and you really should ignore them because, I mean, okay, I know I have a lot of stories, but, um, okay, I had, I have this friend, he, we we met on Facebook, we are just friends, right? But how we met is that I was liking pictures. Of fitness models on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. And and under the comments for one of these fitness models, one guy wrote, "Um, this is not a realistic standard for females, and she should say that she has had surgery because it's clear to other people that she's had surgery." Mm -hmm. So of course, at the time, I had no idea what he was talking about. So I continued to see what he was talking about, and of course so many men jumped on his comment and insulted him, they called him baby tall. they were like, Fabio, get off this um, this Facebook page mm-hmm. you know, because I guess they would just enjoy the picture, mm-hmm. but he was like, you know, I mean why are you saying you're a fitness model? Just say you're, you're a model because if you're saying you're a fitness model it means that that everything on you is attainable if you exercise. Well, that was the that was the image she was portraying. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so he ended up being my friend, mm-hmm. and he he had an Instagram. He has an Instagram account. I'll send it to you after. Mm-hmm. But he's like a model from Netherlands, the Netherlands, and he's like tall and blonde and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think him. Um, I don't think anybody was really taking him on. For a good few years, and then all well, of a sudden, woman just started following him, and now he has like a couple hundred thousand followers, or maybe a few tens of thousands mm-hmm. of followers. Mm-hmm. But but it wasn't easy for him to get there yeah. because you know people, men, mm-hmm. you know how you know how people can be. If you're a pretty boy, especially men, they are not going to like that. Mm-hmm. And he's very open about you know how emotional he is and things that that tall, muscular man probably shouldn't be Mm saying but of course it is something that women appreciate Mm -hmm. because we talk about our feelings all the time Mm -hmm. so you shouldn't let a few comments dissuade you at all um well in I mean, your own heart yeah. and
0: forget them. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it kind of draws a line. Like, you see when, uh, like, there was a podcast I was, I was listening to. Even a friend who was on the podcast, well, the, I guess. And um, I remember even having a conversation with her on when I was interviewing her. And um, I told her, you know, there's like what we're talking about, there's a line that should be drawn. When the person is being, uh, comment that you're getting, I've either like raised the other person or some type of mindset, and it's like, no, yeah. I know some people they obviously their mental mindset would change, change for them where they can't even look at the um, the social media or whatever they will have to like um change their settings and stuff like that. yeah um yeah you know obviously it will be hard because in terms of that is their only way of like um, communicating with people like, especially if it's a mask yeah
1: yeah it's just hard i mean everybody you, everybody takes their time so detox from social media mm-hmm. so you really need to figure out when you can when you should push through and when you should take a break and when you should mm-hmm. disable comments you know because some people do that and that's fine mm-hmm. because really is your opinion really needed mm-hmm. on every post no it's not. Yeah. so I think um, well when I was starting my journey mm-hmm. my editor told me um, it's your journey, it's me next journey and there are no rules, mm-hmm. you know, you decide, mm-hmm. you decide what you're going to do today and tomorrow and I think that's the same thing for you as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you decide, mm-hmm. if it's comfortable today, go ahead, but if it's not comfortable tomorrow, mm-hmm. think again about whether you want to continue in the same way or do something different.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. As you said, you are a lawyer, right? Um, I don't know if you like if you bought an ISB pin number for your book. If it like um but I know <laughs> the, the for ISB pin is really for like um, for stores, like if you put it in different bookstores and stuff like that. And another thing I wanna add about is the copywriting. How uh, is the copywriting for writers and credit for artists? I want your own
1: opinion. Uh, uh, well, the ISBN is to track sales. Yeah. So, it's probably if I ever get to the point where I need to track sales, I don't sell in real place. <laughs> <laughs> that would go forward with an ISBN. Um. A- Copywriting, you know, copywriting. I have I've run a book by my friends mm-hmm. who they are more versed in copyright law than me. That mm-hmm. is not my forte. Mm-hmm. And they they maintain very simple rules for copyright in Trinidad I think. Um, if I published at a on a certain date, mm-hmm. then it's quite clear that it is mine. Mm-hmm. You know, like. my rights are reserved for me Mm -hmm. with regards to my body of Mm -hmm. Um. so if anyone comes forward and decides to print this exact same book for themselves of course I would be able to take action against them Mm -hmm.
0: you mean internet or someone internationally
1: Well, if someone internationally decides to print my book, I really hope someone internationally is listening. Please, someone in, um, someone like in maybe the US and the EU, please print my book. (laughs) Because, I mean, even though I'm saying in Trinidad, the fact is that I could probably, if I had enough money, yeah, I could take action in another country for something that is mine. Okay. So I would have to go to their court Mm -hmm. and say, well, this is mine and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not that it's protected, um, it's not that it's protected only in Trinidad, there are different rules that may apply in another country. Mm -hmm. It may not necessarily be copyright, it could be something else entirely that you can go against someone who is affecting your property in another country.
0: Because I know there are books that are popular,
1: and it's online.
0: It is online, so that people could read. Sometimes Well, you mean
1: like, um, the free libraries and stuff? Or the, um, pirated stuff?
0: The pirated. Because I remember there was a writer, who I know. I mean, I think she's fairly popular, but not popular. popular, And, um, she was upset that they put her, um... I oh, on a, a website you know, where people read free stuff, but she's not get any money from it, you know, because as they said, exposure doesn't pay bills.
1: Oh gosh, yeah, huh. well, mm-hmm. I think parenting is a thing that you really can't escape from, huh? Mm-hmm. It- because you're thinking it's just books. Yeah. Last year, one of my friends gave me a bottle of a picture of a bottle of alcohol, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is this cannabis-infused absinthe? What? Where did you find this?" So I went and googled, and I was like, "Wait, this is this." But what he had did not look exactly the same as what was for sale. Mm-hmm. So apparently. There's, um, there's a good trade in counterfeit alcohol. Mm-hmm. there's I think people have other counterfeits as well, of course. clothes. So
0: yeah,
1: is not just books. Yeah,
0: definitely, it has a, a particular website that there, um, I don't know, like they just copy and like, copy people's work and put it on you know, t-shirts, mugs, keychains, or phone case and they don't get nothing for it Yeah. Yeah. and that's the thing about it, I'm scared to even like, you know, put like, the work that I want to do but I don't want to see it on anybody's account or anywhere where somebody gets have. Uh, Take my work because I've been to
1: spend time on it. Especially even if it's a few words to get these right words in that words, correctly, you know. Yeah. Well, there is um there's also within copyright you can you are allowed to use use parts of someone's work, whether for comment, for example, like if you're doing a review or newspaper article. But also, um, if something is popular enough, most people don't pursue any actions if people are reproducing it. So for example, the fan fiction for like Marvel and Star Wars and stuff like that, I think the studios, they take a different view to that because they think it pushes revenue for them. So it's a form of indirect advertising. I mean, I really hope you get to that point where you can have this consideration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but a lot, of our, a lot of our local artists don't really get to that point. Unless somebody like Nicki Minaj or somebody copies part of their song or something, it's, yeah, it's very difficult to have your voice be heard if you are, if you are actually legitimately affected and it's not there's no way there's absolutely no way you can earn revenue from the action oh, so that, yeah um,
0: like i there's intellectual property right but there are also different versions of that right mm-hmm. well if, um,
1: music,
0: i support depends right? on they would tell you that um you could use a little bit of the music not ha- not all of it and i remember oh, like instagram everybody using piece of people who um but it says it's free the music is free and people just all of a sudden start getting the copyright even i got copyrighted and i had to take it down and um, um actually post
1: back the information that i posted yeah. yeah, Instagram is very extreme with um yeah. the use of any music that is mm-hmm. that is owned by okay. by mm-hmm. Richard entities. Yeah. You can however use soccer music on Instagram mm-hmm. and not ever get any of those copyright or notices. So yeah. but actually these videos are people put with
0: smoke <laughs> and stuff and not hearing it. it, just, it, the, um, it, it just, I see it as a
1: picture mm-hmm. Oh huh. yeah. And yeah. so they take down the video entirely if it's infringement
0: Yeah, I actually took it down I took the whole thing down and reposted it without any song.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it doesn't make any sense, no? Mm-hmm.
0: And I see it as actually the record label But I mean like how they actually How did they saw that like um, Unless like the uh, the the Instagram is the algorithm,
1: algorithm. Um, um, unless it has a, um, a specific um, like sensor or something because I mean it's not yeah. like, my account is that big or something I think they do have their, their ways to know if you're using their music yeah. Oh, it's beyond me
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but it must exist because you get those notices very quickly. Mm-hmm. So There's a very good tool, whatever
0: it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanna jump back into your, um, your book since it's called to Back and Other Stories." I wanna ask you, and it has a um a mix of folklore or local folklore. Uh, I wanna ask you, what is
1: one of your favorite folklore characters that you like? In, in general? Yeah, in general. favorite I tend to like Papapua to some extent, mm-hmm. but I'm also, I hike, I hike a bit. Mm-hmm. So I would never want Papapua water ever be real, like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So it's like, uh, do I really like Papapua? I don't know if I really like him, you know. But um, yeah, I like the idea of a protector of the forest. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea that someone watching over the forest and looking out for the animals and the trees and, you know, making sure that they are safe mm-hmm. and protected from us, protected from us. So I like Papapua.
0: You know who that reminds yeah. me of? The dude from Nania. I don't know his name.
1: Yeah, um. I'm trying to
0: now. his name? Not the phone. Yeah, the
1: phone. Um, Mr. I don't know. Mr. Tumnus. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, people would look like Mr. Tumnus, but yeah. I guess bigger and older, older. Yeah. Yeah, and less um less soft, I thinking. Yeah. Mr. Thomas was having tea and
0: you know just mm-hmm. you not know, taking part. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So oh, okay. as I told you before, I like your blue from the from the book, the back of the book. Everyone. Um. What I want to ask you is that do you have any special characters that you like in your book? that um?
1: and you think people can relate to or to what? Well, I I like Malangwa she's one of the main characters in the book mm-hmm. because I grew up with you know the traditional Caribbean grannies and you know Caribbean grannies trini granny characters and it's not just them you know you have the Old ladies in the neighborhood, things like people like that. So, I like Malango because I think she puts these ladies front and center. Um, but I think there are a lot of characters in this book that people may relate to. So, um, mm-hmm. Tabanco, Tabanco, That's relatable character. character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like to actually, see yeah. it, character is very interesting. Because I don't think people would actually come up with that idea to be like, okay, because
1: Tabanka is normally seen um, as heartbreak, like, like as yeah. emotion, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's a feeling, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, he is, he is, if you think about Tabanka, mm-hmm. he could be anybody. Tabanka mm-hmm. could be anyone we know. It could be us. Yeah. So I think there are a good few in this characters in this, um, mm-hmm. in this set-up story.
0: Yeah. And speaking of books, I know writing is different from reading. But are you a reader?
1: Yes, I read. I read. Uh, I read as much as I can when I can.
0: What sort of books? So that doesn't mean that I read all the
1: time. I love fantasy. I really love fantasy. So, but. I tend to um, buy a mix of books. So I will, first I will look for any new fantasy and I'll buy that. Mm -hmm. Then I might be like, let me see what else it has in this bookstore and I'll, you know, if something catches my eye, Mm -hmm. because maybe it's a part of country that looks interesting or Mm -hmm. a story that looks interesting, I might pick it up Mm -hmm. as well. Mm Um, one series that I did not think I would ever like and I thought I bought it because I watched the movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I watched Crazy Asians. Oh yeah. And I was way I I was amazed by that movie. I've probably watched that movie like twelve times at least. But um after that like I'm going to buy these books. So I bought all three of the books and they were really good, you know? They were really good. Yeah. So yeah, I I may read fantasy, but I also read other things as well. And I I do sometimes buy books from comedians, I mean, which is they are kind of fun. I have yeah, I have one from Amy Poehler. She was on um Saturday Night Live and Parks and Recreation. Yeah, and um I have also oh, who else? Well, right now that's the one I have. Mm-hmm. But I had a few others that have since um, sold because I tend to sell my books every year I guard them up and do a book sale. Really?
0: So, I yeah. try to sell mine, but, it's also, but way, yeah, nobody does not want to sell them, I mean not, not, they don't want any. So I'm like, do people mention that But uh, I, uh, I always look yes. for
1: new books too. Do it on, maybe on your Instagram, but I used to do it in a marketplace in my old secondary school. I, so I used to oh, do this it in, in, a very
0: place. in those markets where people, you know, they rather buy from the store. Well,
1: the well, well, I, mine... I mean, well, mine was all proceeds go back to the school, so that's probably why people bought mine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, I think people are secondhand books as well, so maybe you're just not in the right, um, right <laughs> place Yes. Right. Sell them. Yeah. And, um. Gonna
0: say, do, you, do you have any like um, future writing plans? Yeah.
1: Just gonna well, just going to But people have been asking me. Mm-hmm. People want more stories. They want a part 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I did start something, but I'm really not sure. You know, who knows what will happen. Maybe something I started. Mm-hmm. So we will see At what least happens. I you
0: can say oh, that you make something, you know, within this type. Of year, especially in this type, this kind of sleep we are in. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, um, like how was your process for that?
1: In terms what, during of, Covid-19? You mean?
0: Yeah, your process in terms of writing. Like, did you have a discipline schedule? Or, tell me.
1: Hmm. No. Because
0: I'm impressed by how you
1: managed to do all of that. Well, let me see. I started, like I said, I started with Mm Tabanco. And then I would just write whenever I felt like it. So, because for me, it was, at first it was fun. Well, I mean, it still is kind of fun, but now it's kind of also alarming because I'm like, huh, oh, what if I write a pot to and no one likes it? Anyway, but for Tabanka, mm-hmm. you know, I let my fancy carry me. So I would write this, then I would stop and I would be like, Oh, let me do this other story. And you know, then I would do like sometimes I would continue the story in the comments because you know you can't write so much on Instagram. I was just writing for myself mm-hmm. when I started writing. So my process was it was more um first it was fun for me and then it was also um oh I need to finish. So needing to finish is something that is not necessarily fun, but also you have to recognise that it is um everything has to come mm-hmm. to its end. So like I felt like um these stories themselves needed to come to their own end. So that kind of pushed me as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. But of course, you can't write if you're not, you're not um you're ready. ready. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some months I probably wouldn't write anything mm-hmm. because I was so busy doing other things. Mm-hmm. And, and some months I just like every weekend I'd write. Mm-hmm. You know. Like one some... night or like yeah, the pacific hour that would
0: you would write
1: everything. Um, No, whenever, Mm -hmm. whenever, and at some point, you know, the worst part was probably trying to read it over a few times to see if it made sense because at that point you just put that, that's the worst part, because you're like, well, I don't know what else I could write here. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so... Because, um, even with me, the story that I'm writing, I looked chapter 3 and I was like, I feel like I, really have, I have written everything, but then I'm like, things are missing. Because I was like, okay, this goes in here, what I wanted, in the story. I just have to write it long and write description and stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to take a break, so I'm, like, I'm a break
1: now. Yeah, well, you so see, you need a break sometimes and... Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, I like exercise, so sometimes, like, after mm-hmm. exercise and drink my coffee, I might feel, I might be ready to write more sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. One thing to think about, like, getting your, your own particular zone, it doesn't have to be exercise and coffee to be, mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever relaxed with you. Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, uh, did you write this on the page, on paper, or the computer?
1: Was it like It was, um, it was my phone, mm-hmm. it was my laptop, it was people, mm-hmm. So it was anything that I had to hand, more or less, yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you have like a, like a, a like a plot
0: board or like a idea list or something? You just have it there, you write it, have it there, and then write it on of paper
1: to you? Or... Mm, what I had was basically, like I say, I would write on, sometimes I would write on Instagram first. Like, sometimes I would compose a whole story based on an image, because mm-hmm. that is how this came about, this was really just entertainment, mm-hmm. um, so I would have those, I would have that and then I would cut and paste it into wood and then I would finish it, mm-hmm. but of course I wouldn't finish it completely because, you know, I would have other things to add later on and mm-hmm. things to take out and stuff, but um, I wouldn't say that I really had a storyboard because all of these stories came together. I did cut some stories from this, Mm -hmm. so they are made two stories that are not in this series of stories, Mm -hmm. because stories, they make sense together, Mm -hmm. but the other two don't really, they don't really mix in with this, Mm -hmm. so um, it's only like after I reached like maybe, after I finished Basically, say the Instagram outline. Haha, <laughs> very funny. The Instagram outline for each story. And after I finished typing, maybe two-third way for all of them, then I started to see how they came about together. Because because I was writing them all at the same time, they all interconnected with each other somehow. Because mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, it was all... I didn't have one that I started first mm-hmm. or cut it out or anything.
0: And that's the thing about writers, huh? Uh, that's the thing about, especially people who want a good body of work, they I realize that they find ways to connect their body of work, whether it's like um short stories or a novel or something. Like they throw like little nuggets in there that has a specific connection with them. And yeah. Even too, like when a writer writes new pieces of work, it still happens a little connection in between i like when yeah. they go back and read really like go back into the older work and write pieces from it. because like you said like you have two older two other sorry two other stories that you didn't use so you never know if you might use those two stories that extend from there or whatever it might be from you know yeah it's really weird
1: how these things come together yeah. so yeah. I think
0: Yeah. That's the thing I enjoy most about like caring about um writers' processes and stuff because even though I know it's not easy, especially like in terms of like um world building, like especially when you using history and stuff. Or um going to different eras and writing from that period, from that time and stuff like that. Yeah, because you have to like connect
1: everything together, and you can't forget anything. So, yeah. Well, yeah, and then of course you know you're also like trying to do a little bit of research, but you can't really do too much research because how much of the history you really want to put in a book of fiction? Mm-hmm. It's a very um delicate exercise, I suppose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um because yeah. Oh. yeah, one of one of my favorite authors who does this really well, and it's not really history, it's really hints of history. Mm-hmm. It's Elizabeth Elizabeth Kostova. She wrote The Historian. I've never heard of her. <laughs> well, um, you if you're interested in yeah, it's set in yeah. Eastern Europe and like I'll look for people times. Yeah, and it has a little bit of fantasy in it as well, so it's pretty cool. Oh, definitely.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, but that is like how long has that book
1: been published? The Historia? Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't oh, want well. to know. I think I I may have bought it in twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen, I'm not sure. Wow. I can't really see.
0: No, no. old book and has a full Mhm. to that no and speaking of adaptations as you said you watched um, crazy
1: Asians and you read
0: the book and stuff what do you think about adaptations from books
1: adaptations for from books
0: what do you think about it? Like, do you think you have a love-hate
1: relationship with it, or you just love it, or just watch it? And then, you'll be interested in the book after, or... uh, Well, I mean, I think it depends on the book, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, I checked online for you. The historian is from 2005. Mm-hmm. I bought it 2015, so I bought it late. Mm-hmm. So, it's from 2005. Anyway, but, um... Okay, so Crazy Rich Asians was pretty close to the book and it was fun, the movie was fun, it was amazing, I loved it. Um, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, mm-hmm. they a little bit from the book, but they still maintained the core of the book. Mm-hmm. You know, like you still got the same feelings. Mm-hmm. Even though these storylines went like that, it was the same feelings. So those movies were amazing and the books were amazing as well. Um, I find Chronicles of Narnia, but then Chronicles of Narnia, the series kind of falls flat at some point. So yeah, for I you guess know. you have to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said that about Chronicles That's of okay. Narnia. That's okay, I read the book too. <laughs> But after, after the first book and after the first movie, you kind of lose interest, you know? You're like, this is enough for me. I mean, okay, I watched all of the movies, but at some point, you're not interested. I
0: that think much. you lost <laughs> the at
1: the when had, um, Caspian. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think anyone was interested at that point. You know, <laughs> it's like, we're just watching it because it's a new movie and mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I mean, even though they could have taken us back into the first book where it was, what, the silver chair and mixed it with the present, when Prince Caps me yeah, I would have been lost. Because I thought yeah. the silver chair had, uh, it was, the story was interesting because it talked about Anton and
1: the, um, the ice queen. Yeah. 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 And they are definitely more interesting than Prince Caps
0: of mm-hmm. And what's her name? Susan?
1: Yeah. But,
0: I heard that they yeah, were too busy. They were redoing over the, um, the show. But, hey, you not know? hear anything. I don't know if you know
1: who E. Well, ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, she, is a, I know
0: everyone likes her work. She had a, a book it's called Wonder Woman. It's not like yeah. Wonder Woman, I think DC Wonder Woman, but yeah, she has yeah. something like that. And she has, she has a book called Shadow and Bone, but it got turned into a show
1: on Netflix. I know, I know that um, I really shut i've seen that on instagram mm-hmm. shadow and bone mm-hmm. i don't think i will watched the netflix show mm-hmm. but i think i will check it out today thank you
0: mm-hmm.
1: for mm-hmm. telling me but we'll check it out because i really do like um i prefer to watch fantasy it's either fantasy or cooking travel mm-hmm. shows so. Okay, so watch
0: any K drama which
1: is also funny. No, no, that's for your generation, that's for you young people, you know. Care. What wrong, is wrong with kids?
0: <laughs> I just want all, yeah. all the Asian shows. I mean, because I mean, we started off in Bollywood.
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, I'm happy for you all that you're loving this K-pop life. And <laughs> I, I don't want to know. Oh, the, way
0: you know, know like, the way
1: you know about this k pop life. I don't know. No, I have a younger cousin. She's really into it. And it's just like, oh. okay, BTS. night, nice. I'm happy. Whoever. Mm-hmm. They are really amazing. They have a lot of charity and they're the best boy band ever.
0: <laughs> Actually, I grew up with knowing grew- about k pop uh the only ban on me was called Generation and only until like my friend told me about BTS so, yeah. But I, I the reason why I like them is because the music that they um they have in their music they, the messages that they have is because it, I find so much relevance with it because at that time there was nobody like who was putting out songs like that you were only hearing pop music pop music and I didn't have any message that anybody could listen to you okay? okay well yeah. I thought it's because they were cute as
1: well but you know I don't, I don't know
0: nah I, don't know. I never really used to like look at that <laughs> I have no idea. So, yeah. But I mean it like people who are like literally old like like sixty years and plus that like they get their their message and
1: stuff like that and I'm like I'm just like an old. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an O too, you know? <laughs> it's a Yeah, because
0: 'cause you've never seen that you have never seen it in the West. Never seen anything like that in the US. Especially how they found them,
1: how to build them up. That was nice to see. Uh, yeah. um, um, I'm, not, I'm not a BTS person, so I'm, I really am at stake here But I do like one Asian singer, and I follow him. His name is Benjamin Kang. He's like a singer, comedian I kind of
0: like person,
1: that. and he's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's nobody knows who he is, so <laughs> I'll, I'll keep following him <laughs> by myself. his name? Kang. Benjamin. Come... Ken. Kang. K-A-G-N-G. Mm-hmm. Kang. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, a... I have a little clip from him I might post it tomorrow and I'll tag you it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, look at this. because I always i like to
1: listen to new recommendations, anything new. Yeah, it was a very nice song I heard him play and he, I think he plays the piano, he plays instruments and he sings, so you know, mm-hmm. it's not a very produced song, uh-huh. it's pretty nice. It's good.
0: Uh-huh. Um, yeah. so- this concludes it for our conversation. Now, is there anything you would like to plug
1: before you go? Oh, I would I would like to plug my book, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> I would plug my book. Um, Yes, so it's about other stories or my um Instagram page, because I'm really struggling to get to 500 followers. Girl, you know, I just need 15 time. more followers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't worry, we reach
1: there. yes so i i'm plugging either my book or my instagram page whichever
0: also too you want no empty followers you want engagement
1: this is true this is true they don't do
0: nothing for you trust me
1: yeah you'll just have them there like not communicating or doing anything Mm -hmm. i'm sure
0: (laughs) it's good to even look at other people who can comment and other people but then there's also the people who, who don't even like that they might think you're after something <laughs> which is um, not a bad way to think because i mean um, if you don't put yourself out there like you did when i asked you you know yeah but then it's like you know yeah. don't treat the person like if they are not going to you know
1: hmm. well i think maybe because people are so You know Yeah Not trust
0: anymore
1: Yeah Like I mean okay You're a female young lady mm-hmm. So I'm sure your dad probably like You know Why are you talking To these strange people On Instagram <laughs> Because I mean Even my dad Was telling me that Like Because mm-hmm. I just Somebody messaged me. I was like okay I'll, I'll go to the And he's mm-hmm. like You know you have to be careful with these Instagram people. He's it's not on Instagram, but you know
0: like, that's probably like what my mom would say
1: too. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Have all kind of people over there. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I guess, you know, people have had their experiences. So that's probably why mm-hmm. they may be on and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. Yeah. But
1: it is it is really excellent to meet nice people oh God, yes. and to meet people who are interested and who want to have a conversation, especially now, yes. when you're not meeting anyone. Mm. So, yes. it is very good. Thank yes. you very much, Abhina. Okay. I feel as if I keep saying yes, that. <laughs> thank okay. you very much. Yes, yes. So, thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate that and I really appreciate having spoken to you and, you know, yeah. Chatting with someone who is young and hearing what young people think and have to sing and look. Yeah. I, young.
0: I mean I'm not that young but <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well if you like BTS you're definitely young
0: So we have reached the end of our segment and I would like to thank you guys for tuning in even though that we may have um, went off a bit of topic and I would also like to thank Trisha again for allowing me to interview her and for coming on and just being a really nice uh, uh, spark of joy uh, to talk to. But yes, I shall see you guys in the next one. Bye!